Hi, mamas. Welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth, and I am a mom of four kids. I have three boys and a baby girl. My goal here is to help you reduce stress in your brain so that way you are more patient and calm with your children. I know how hard it is to be patient with your kids, especially when you are running an empty and you're so overwhelmed and stressed out. That's why I really want to teach you ways that you can reduce stress in your brain, reduce stress in your nervous system so that you can be more present and patient with your kids so then that you can meet their emotional needs and be the mom that you want to be with your children. So before you start listening to the recording of the episode, I just realized like when I was recording it, I was trying to talk much like quieter than I normally do because everybody was already in bed and I was just kind (laughs) of being quiet as I recorded so my voice is just kind of like on the lower end so you may find it like oh a little strange the way it acts so I apologize for that but anyways uh, the episode is still really good and we'll be talking about things that cause stress but things that are in your control and you can do something about them all right hi mamas welcome back to emotionally healthy legacy i'm really excited right now because it's already 9 30 p.m and i just sat down to record and that's not normally when i record and it's because i'm so excited to talk to you about this today so as i was cleaning up the kitchen tonight when everyone already was getting ready for bed this kind of sprung on me like things that's stress us out but they are in our control that we can do something about them and I was just reading a book tonight and it was called let it be easy and it just kind of brought up some ideas for me um things that we do on a regular basis or encounter or come up with um that are in our lives that we can control to reduce the stress that our brain is under Because when, if you remember, when we are stressed out, when our brain is under stress, it will shift us to our emotional part of the brain. And the emotional part of the brain does not make positive choices. That is when we are more in the reactive mode. That's when we are snappy and frustrated, irritated, annoyed, edgy. That's when we are in our emotional part of the brain. And that's where like the strong, I would say like, I call them negative emotions, Um, sit and so that's why it's so important to reduce the stress our brain is under and so today we'll be talking about things that stress us out and they are in our control and we can do something about them so number one I talk about this a lot Um, meeting our basic needs for sleep and for food so when we don't meet our basic needs when we are sleep deprived or when we Um, skip meals what that does it puts our brain into threat mode and when our brain is under threat like it shifts us to emotional or survival part of the brain and those parts of the brain don't make positive choices so that's why it's so important to meet our basic needs because if we don't meet them it shifts our brain into a stressful response that is like super super basic but also so so important because when i am hungry and when i'm sleep deprived boy i am not a nice person to be around and that has nothing to do with you having a spiritual problem or not having a good relationship with god that those are just basic needs that god created all of us to have okay so the next one that um thing that can really stress us out 
emotionally and mentally and something we can do about that is um, who we follow on social media, what we listen on the news. Those things can cause a lot of anxiety or bring up negative emotions of comparison or um, fear or just anything that brings up negative jealousy. Um, those things like that we surround ourselves are so important. So if you follow somebody in social media that makes you feel jealous and less than and makes you feel like a terrible mom or whatever, those people are just not your people and you need to unfollow because the more you follow them, the more that puts your brain into stress mode and as you know, that's going to put you into react mode throughout the day. So, and also like not following the news that give you anxiety and overwhelm you and stress you out. And that kind of like goes hand in hand how much time we spend on our phones. Thing is, um, the blue light from our phones causes the cortisol, the stress hormone to go up. So, and I'm speaking this to myself because a lot of things that I do require for me to be on my phone and being on the computer or on my phone. And I try to minimize it as much as I can. But yes, I still tend to spend a lot of time on my phone. And But for me, a lot of it is work-related. And it's very intentional um, versus just kind of scrolling and doing it, not doing really anything important on it. But that's another thing that is definitely in your control and you can do something about to reduce the stress hormone in your brain. The next one is um, the people that we surround ourselves with. Um, people who are either toxic or emotionally draining. I was just talking to somebody recently and she was talking about how um, she tries, to, she kind of avoids spending time with her mom because her mom is very emotionally draining for her. She will like emotionally vomit on her with these things that are really stressful that are out of her control that she tries to control and it becomes very overwhelming for my friend and it causes her anxiety. And so when it comes to that, we can set boundaries how much time we spend with those people or if we don't spend any time with them because when, again, when we spend time with them and it emotionally drains us and um, gives us anxiety or overwhelm, shifts us to emotional part of the brain, again, puts us in reactive mode. So this is something that is in your control that you can do you can set boundaries how much time you spend with those people. And there's an episode I have on toxic people, who they are, and kind of how to set boundaries with them. But that's something else that you can look into. Like, there are people who are truly toxic. And when you spend time with them, you feel so drained. You see, feel so overwhelmed. You feel less than. And it just brings up a lot of unpleasant feelings. So it's better to set boundaries and not to spend as much time with those people. And if they're family members, you can just limit the amount of time you spend with them. That is also like something that is in your control because you cannot control what they say and what they do, but you can control yourself and how much time you spend with them and the limits that you set. Um, the next one that um, I have found really affects me that is clutter. Uh, clutter around the house when things are cluttered that really really stresses my brain out so i need to be really intentional about reducing the clutter in my home uh, my kids 
do not have a lot of toys. I try to limit the amount of things we have in our home. I constantly, on a regular basis, declutter, donate, get rid of stuff. Um, I just, the more stuff we have, the more stuff there is to manage and keep track of and organize. And it just feels so much better for me. Like my brain feels clearer and better and just more focused when there's just less stuff. And if I come home and the house looks messy and there's things all over the place, there's jackets and, and shoes and toys and it, it just like it becomes too much for my brain and it really truly stresses me out and that's why I find it super important for myself not to have like clutter in my home and minimize the amount of stuff I have. Uh, the next one is things that we have on our schedule and like how we structure our day. Um, if we put too many things on our schedule or we um, get up to too late in the mornings and we just rush and stuff like that that's the stress that we create on ourselves that is something that is in our control we can choose to get up earlier um and that means we need to go go to bed earlier so we can get enough sleep but that's part of that's something that is in your control um the amount of let's say things you sign up for and activities and places you go or um that's something that is in your control like for me i do grocery pickup instead of going into the store and grocery shopping because that reduces my stress so that is something that you can do that is in your control um but yeah, a lot of people take on a lot of things on their schedule. Like I have to be intentional. Like when I work with clients and I do um, Zoom calls and stuff, I need to be very intentional not to schedule too many in one day. I only usually have a couple because I get drained from it and it becomes overwhelming because I have other things to do and I have a baby and I have a toddler at home with me. And so I have to be super intentional with but I know that um, drains me, even in a positive way, but it takes my energy and drains me. And if I have too much of that going on, it puts me into stress mode. Also, I'm saying this because I recently learned about myself that I am a highly sensitive person and I need a little bit extra like downtime maybe than a regular person because I am very sensitive and I get overwhelmed easily and I get stressed out easily and so... I have learned ways that I can support myself. Um, the next one is like, I guess like a simple one that I'm still working through. <laughs> it's like I talk about it often, but like I still haven't like found a way to like really truly manage it well. But what to make for dinner? So I try to have like Taco Tuesday every other week or we have a lot of pasta and sausages or how to like pizza every Friday night. Try to simplify so that my brain is not taking any brain energy trying to figure out what to cook and it's less stressful for me because part of it is like the stressful part is trying to figure out what to cook, right? Um, and the next two things I think are super important that involve our mindset a lot. So the next one, hear me out. Letting go of controlling other people or trying to change other people. This is a big one, girls. Moms, this is huge. When we try to control someone else and their behavior and their feelings and their actions, 
we create extra stress for ourselves because we need to literally accept the fact that we cannot control other people even when it comes to your kids as a parent you are in charge you are in control but you cannot technically control your child you cannot control if they are crying or if they can't like you will learn this even so early on when you have a baby you cannot control and make your baby go to sleep you cannot make your baby pee or poop you cannot like there's certain things that are out of your control and you cannot force or make someone do certain things or feel certain things or stop feeling certain things and when we try to do that we create a much extra stress for ourselves that can be avoided so for example with your spouse if you try to control your spouse what they do how they spend their time and what they say um you are creating extra stress for yourself if there are things that they're doing that are hurtful to you, you can set boundaries to protect yourself. And there's an amazing book. It's called Boundaries in Marriage by Dr. Henry Cloud that you should check out. But I want you to remember you cannot control other people. You cannot control their emotions. You cannot control what they say, what they do, how they feel, and or change them really. And if you think about it, how would you feel if somebody tried change you, changing you, what you say, what you do, what you feel, what you think? Like, you wouldn't like that. You would resist it. Of course, nobody likes that. Yet we try to do that often with our kids and our spouse. And I'm also speaking to myself because this is such a ongoing learning lesson for me, like, throughout life. It's, it's not easy to overcome. Definitely not. I like to be in charge. I like to have control and letting go of that is really hard for me. And that's something I have to work on intentionally and remind myself I cannot control other people. Like I literally remember I had something that happened in my life when somebody um, was talking about me behind my back and it was something that um, I did not want others to know about me. And I remember writing in my journal, um, maybe like, I don't know, 30, 40 times, I cannot control other people. I cannot control other people. I cannot control other people. And to like get that into my brain to like release that. And so it's not as like straining for me. And the next one, the last one that I want to touch on today, I'm sure there's other things that you will like pay attention you'll notice in your life things that are in your control that you can do something about um, but expectations that we set on ourselves how we should be or like also known as perfectionism i am definitely a person who is recovering from being a perfectionist and it's I don't know if you truly ever recover from it but it's something that i am intentionally working on myself um not to try to make things everything perfect in order um, and like set those expectations on myself because if we do then it's an unrealistic standard and when we don't measure up to that we feel guilty we feel shame we feel overwhelmed we feel stressed out like for example let me give you one that you will relate with and um probably might understand me a little bit more so since i teach emotional regulations and stress management to other moms 
and how to stay more calm and patient. Obviously, I'm not perfect. I do my best to implement everything I teach because I do not like people who are not honest or authentic. I sh- like it's just not my vibe, it's not my thing. And so if I'm teaching this, I have to be implementing it. I do not be I don't want to be that one person that says one thing but lives a different life, but and so I do my best trying to implement, but there are still days where things don't go well and I still have hard days and where I raise my voice and yell at my kids and it's rare it's not that often and there's always a reason it could be that I am really tired or I have a headache or I'm sick or we're running late and there's my brain is under too much stress there's so much happening I'm overstimulated or whatever it might be and that's why I yelled and raised my voice, whatever it might have been, but I obviously feel extra guilty because I have this standard that I set for myself that I need to be a certain way because I'm a coach that teaches this. And even though like, I have to constantly remind myself I'm a human, I'm a sinner, I mess up, it's okay for me to mess up, next time I can try better and do better, and it's not about perfectionist, because if I am trying to be perfect, I set an unrealistic standard for myself and my kids and for others around me, other moms who listen to me and who um, are striving to be like that I guess and so I have to like remind myself that it's okay to mess up it's okay not to be perfect because if I am perfect like that's not human (laughs) and definitely not relatable um when it comes to that but um I know that I personally feel very uncomfortable around people that have this perfect image. Let's say they have perfect makeup and perfect hair and they're dressed so perfectly. I feel super uncomfortable around people like that. And I always have, even as a teenager, I remember having girls at church that just looked perfect and I was very uncomfortable around them. And yet we all kind of strive for that. And we will mess up. And and so it's, it's, it's important to release the expectation of perfection. And that is by shifting your mindset and literally telling yourself maybe affirmations. It's okay for me to mess up. It's okay for me not to be perfect. I am human. I'm a sinner. Um, if you're a Christian, you can say that to yourself. And God still loves me. Um, that's why there's grace. And... Um, But anyways, that is like another one that I feel is like super powerful that can reduce the stress in your brain. And that is something that is in your control that you can do. All right, ladies. So those are the ones that I wanted to talk to you about. I'm sure there's more that I did not think of. Those are the ones that came like on top of my head that I'm like, oh man, I should talk about these. They will be super helpful for other moms. But before you leave today, what is the one thing that you will do? like out of this list that you like popped out at you, you're like, oh man, I really struggle with that one. I need to work on that one. What is the one thing that you will do to reduce your stress this week? Out of the things on the list, and I will recap them quickly. Meeting your basic needs, um, such as when you go to sleep, how much sleep you get, and when you eat. Um, 
who you follow on social media, the news that you watch, and the time you spend on your phone. Um, people that you surround yourself with who are either emotionally draining or toxic, you can set boundaries. That's stressful things that you can control. The clutter in your home, like decluttering and getting some of the mess out of your house. Um, things on your schedule um, or the structure of your day that can be super stressful. Um, that's in your control. Um, kind of what, what do you make for dinner? What kind of foods do you you know, that's, I think that's such a stressful thing for moms. Um, letting go of controlling other people and then letting go of perfectionist and like high expectations of yourself. Um, so which is the one thing that you will, um, work on yourself that you can reduce your stress this week? And I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram and let me know. Um, follow me at Emotionally Healthy Legacy on Instagram. I am most active over there. I show up almost every day. And Or you could email me at Hello Emotionally Healthy Legacy. And let me know what is the one thing that you're going to work on. I would love to know who are you that is listening to this podcast. And I want to get to know you better and the ways that I can serve you. And also, I would really appreciate if you are listening on an iPhone, if you could go in um, in the podcast section and scroll down and leave me a review. I would really appreciate that. That is how the, the word gets spread out and how I can serve other moms better. Anyways, ladies, you have a wonderful Hey, Mama, day I would love for you to follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at Emotionally Healthy Legacy. I have a lot of helpful tips for reducing stress and regulating your emotions. Also, I would love to connect with you. Let me know that you're listening. I would love to know who is listening to these podcasts because I do see the numbers and I have no idea who you really are. So reach out to me. Connect with me tell me that you're listening and which things have you found to be helpful and i would love to connect with you have a great day my dear
Christmas is coming up, so Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.